Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Understanding Nature. In this episode we'll be looking at his section 225. Before I begin with that, again I want to point out another concept that is key to understanding Nietzsche, which is called self-overcoming. And it basically describes the process through which a person, via self-examination and internal struggle, strives to become greater. Uh, Nietzsche engages with this idea when he discusses the significance of suffering in a noble character, uh, which we will see in this section. So in this section, Nietzsche opens the text with discussing the value of suffering for facilitating human greatness. So he begins with questioning the usefulness of these philosophies, such as hedonism, pessimism, or utilitarianism, or eudaimonianism which he calls these modes of thoughts, um, really valuing things in terms of pleasure and pain, or really reduce assessments of value and virtue to pleasure and pain. However, according to Nietzsche, these modes of thought really fail to recognise the significance of suffering to both human greatness, and it is for this reason that Nietzsche's free spirits look down upon them with both derision and pity. So Nietzsche then points out the difference between the free spirit's pity and the herd pity, saying that the pity felt from the herd is reserved for the sick or the unfortunate, whereas the free spirits have a more elevated pity, which is directed towards the way in which uh, pity is the pity practiced by herd serves to diminish man. The next point Nietzsche makes is that it is the herd mentality or desire to abolish suffering and replace it with well-being. However, this horrifies Nietzsche uh, because he believes that it is you know, ludicrous and contemptible because the discipline of suffering, of great suffering, is what serves to make mankind better or, or elevation of mankind, as he says. That we, you know, we need to suffer, or we need to have the discipline of great suffering because it serves to make makes humans better. So that tension of the soul in misfortune, which cultivates its strengths in its terror at the sight of great destruction, its inventiveness and bravery in undergoing, enduring, interpreting, exploiting misfortune, and whatever depth mastery, mystery, mask, spirit, cunning, and greatness has bestowed upon it. Has it not bestowed through suffering, through discipline of great suffering, a man, creator and cre- creature and creator are united. So it is through, you know, tension and terror, misfortune, destruction, that we develop things such as strength, inventiveness, bravery, endurance, uh, you know, that we can, you know, have cunning and greatness, that all these elements are bestowed on us through our suffering because we are both a creature and creator, and part of us is remade through suffering into something greater. So Nietzsche goes on to say that while humans are both creature and creator, it is when the herd expresses pity, their pity is directed towards the creature, or that which has to be formed, broken, forged, torn, burnt, annealed, and refined. Or in short, that the part of us that is remade through suffering into something greater. Nietzsche's pity, which is that of the free spirits with which he identifies, 
is more concerned with the part of us which is a creator. And then Nietzsche ultimately ends this section by commenting that there are higher problems than pleasure, pain and pity and a philosophy that believes otherwise is just naive. 